Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, streaming January 25th, only on Netflix. Can you say hard hats, folks? Hard hats, lunch pails, steel toe boots? Anything short of a championship this year is a failure. Look at this boomer right here. You've just got so much talent here. Somebody said we need to apologize for Jalen. Can I pull the John? What are we apologizing for? What do we say? What do we do? <laughs> Outro in the works. Yeah, be on the being lookout told. for outro. That means yeah. we won't get cut off on YouTube anymore. Yes. All of our outros, and I watch them all back, and I always, we never, we never actually say goodbye to, to everybody on the show because we always get cut off. Yeah. The live show we do, I think, but not on the, not on the YouTube version. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Outro um, in the works. Somewhere in, on this planet, there are two people that could spend the next hour talking about basketball. Um, it, with this game, uh, we are not those two people. <laughs> I was going to say, where's he going with this? <laughs> not us. It's not us. If you're looking for 60 minutes of deep analysis on this particular uh, program, on this particular game, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You might get some Gerard Mayo get talk. A few. You might get some. You might get some Pascal Siakam talk. Not from um, Jello. Not from Joe, though. Not from, from us, you will. No, not from Joe. You get you some get... mayo, little Siakam, yeah, little, Wem- you... little Wemby talk. We'll mix in Wemby talk. Yeah, you might get pie talk. I get some pie talk. Yeah, you might get pie talk. We're at like, um, a, we're at like a lull in the in the cooking season. It's Now it's like stews and like, like get out the slow cooker. You know you what know, I mean? You would think so, but I have a new project. Do you? Yes. Save that. I will, but it's it's about it's about wrapping things. Like I'm all about wrapping things, empanadas, dumplings, things like that. That's 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 my new okay. project. I'm trying homemade homemade dumplings, pod stickers. You're getting empanadas. okay. Okay, so you're getting into like the flaky, crusty stuff here. No, but not not those are a little those are more doughy. But yes, empanadas could be a little flaky and crusty. I'm getting into that. I'm getting into that. Um, How's it going? I, no, I'm saying that's my new project. That's what I'm going to start working on. Oh, okay. On. It's like yeah, I, you're not doing like like people who are doing like sourdough bread. Like that's old now. We're on, we're on to pot stickers. I'm doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Doing something different. Um, But yeah, yeah. Joe doesn't like talking about, you know, a team that has owned him this year getting better. That's cool. Uh, wish... but, but we'll talk about it. Team that's owned him this year. Oh, oh, oh. Indy. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about it. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, um, but we will start with the game, and I, I guess uh, you know, here it is, John. This is what you're making. Ravioli is also one of the things I'm talking about as well. Spanakopita. How do you say that? Spanakopita. Yeah, I make. Yeah, I uh, I make that all the time. That one's that one's autumn. That one's easy for me. Yeah, that one's that one's in the wheelhouse. That one I don't need even. 
I don't need it. But we're not we're not starting with the cooking show. We'll start with tonight. Our second look at Wemby. So it's not like as exciting as the first time through because it was like wow. Um, I bet you more people watched it tonight though. Earlier time slot, home game. I think more people are probably saw him tonight than they did the first. Yes, time. I don't know who this question is being asked of. But we'll get into our hobbies. Jimmy's a musician. Um, you know, we all like to play a little basketball from time to time. Do uh, you? I used to love to play basketball. I, you, you know my, you know my story. I, this is a hobby. Jeez, I mean, this takes up three nights of my yeah, week. I, I, I suffered a stress fracture in my foot, and I couldn't play. I was playing three, four times a week. Wow. And yeah. um, it, it never, it never what healed happened? right. It was, the, it's the Bill Walton injury, uh, navicular, uh, stress fracture. Bill Walton, uh, I imagine, has been able to mask the pain uh, in many ways. Yeah. Jimmy's a singer. I'm a baker. Uh, but <laughs> we should do a craft. We should do a craft fair this summer, John. I'm not even that good at cook. I just like to cook. I'm I'm all right. Um, Jimmy's a very good singer, though. Thanks, though. Well, yeah. you haven't even you, I mean, I've been trying to get you to come to a gig for a year. Guys got more excuses than uh, I don't know. I have nothing. Guys got more kids than everybody on the Guardian Report combined. That's, that's the problem. True. That is true. Bring the kids. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy's a all ages a all ages show. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, so uh, starting with tonight, um, a clear like tune up, rest up sort of game. Uh, Derek White and Porzingis both sat with fake injuries. Um, and yeah, um, and which is I will say this. Shout out to the Garden Report on Monday for calling that Derek White needed a needed a night. He had a he's had a rough bit of a rough stretch. Shooting and we wise, said he's probably sure. probably due for a break. Yeah. One of those fake injury breaks. Yep. Um, so yeah, he was he he, he was due when he got it. And I mean you when Joe when, you know injuries are bullshit when well, number one, they go on the injury report <laughs> as as questionable, and then they're completely removed from it for the next game. Uh, number two, Joe said after the game, they're not missing more than a game. So these were uh, maintenance or rest days, uh, and that's totally fine. Uh, and that's what we got tonight. But there's still more than enough here. I mean, the, the Spurs are playing with, you know, they're a bad team playing with half a deck, so they are going to, you know, whatever. But we did get a Luke Cornette start, which means Bobby's going to come in here and start saying some shit. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby's on – I'm going to have the Tangway button ready because it was Cornette versus Wemby tonight, according to Bobby, and everybody else didn't really even matter. That's the story, really. Cornette. Cornette's the, Cornette's the story. We should – I'm not going to get into it, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is – how about this super chat? You're being asked to go play gig in Portland. Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon? I'd hate to show up at the wrong one. I'll go to Maine. I'm actually trying to get into a. I'm trying to get to like. There's a couple gigs I'm trying to get into up in like southern Maine right now. I'll go to Portland. Dominate up there for a bit. How about this? Should we get to find these clips? And Amit, let's find these clips. I would love to put these clips on the show. First of all, Bobby has his own YouTube channel. Yeah, what channel is this? <laughs> what channel? I don't know. I know nothing it's an of experience. This. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we need to find that. We need to find those clips, and we need to cut them on it. If you're listening, yeah. Thank you for the. By the way, thank you for the super chat, Deflategate. Yeah. Deflategate, all time, all time, all time moment in my life. Yeah, I just blocked somebody for spamming the chat. Sorry, buddy. Oh. I yeah. apologize. What they say? Let everybody know. No spamming. 
no spamming guys get your comment in and then move off um also don't be mean to each other be nice to each other we'll say this or you give him a chance to come will you is it more of a timeout situation or is he just banished for life i don't know if we should banish him for life i'll think about it um okay please replace the beginning of your intro Annoying to hear Fart Boy with his idiotic hard hat. That's what? Dude, you just called me Fart Boy? I didn't mean to. I was just reading that one a lot. What? Oscar Rosales just called me. Well, oh, he's calling me Fart Boy because he thinks fart that boy I farted on And Hard Hat Boy. Sounds like he's watched a lot of this uh, of this uh, Garden Report. Uh, and, and we did talk about it. Right, he knows all your greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, but he apparently doesn't like any of them. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, so uh, Jimmy, I'll ask you anything. Pop- I got one. I got one thing that popped for tonight, and, and the, the one thing and one thing only. And I'll uh, and I'll get into that. Anything for you? Nothing really. I mean, well, Jordan Walsh popped. We saw our, we got our Walsh, uh, our our first Walsh highlights of the year, and it was a probably a shot that he's not going to want to watch over over and over again. But that's okay. Other than that. Nothing really popped. I mean, I liked the way Holiday played again. He's starting to string a couple of games together here. Um, again, and we talked about it Monday, him showing up in Brown's absence on Monday, kind of continuing that trend tonight, not with Brown out, obviously, but, you know, the, the Celtics were without White tonight. So if it's not, uh, you know, one starter, it's a different one. But Holiday's stepping into that role. Um, and then with, um, with Porzingis out, um, you know, I, I thought this was a good win. Listen, everyone knew they were going to win this game. They, they could afford to sit a couple guys. But guys just being able to step up, I guess, has, has been the theme of this season so far. Um, and I think tonight was another example of that. Not that I think anyone was ever concerned, but um, that's kind of, I guess, the thing that stood out to me a little yeah. bit. Yeah, Holiday 10 of 13 in his last two games, shooting the three after like a kind of a, a not a down-ish, but a little dip. Uh, in, he had uh, six of seven tonight. That's unreal. Six of seven, four of six the other night. He had a little dip. He had a couple of bad games. Not not terrible. Uh, but in December, uh, in December, scorching hot from three. I mean, but um, you know, I, what I liked about Holiday tonight uh, is uh, like it kind of just proves again, like he's doing this because he's supposed to. Like he he's. Not scoring as much uh, because that his role on the team is just not to score as much. Uh, but it feels like he's kind of settling into the just get open and hit your threes sort of guy, which is pretty good on this team because if he's going to hit him at a 40-plus percent clip like he's been doing, it, that's great. But also just kind of shows that on a night when you're down two starters, if you do need scoring, Holiday can step up and be one of your three twenty point guys, and that's what he was tonight. And I just think he's got that in his bag uh, whenever he wants it. And that's it. And so that's my only observation for tonight. We're oh, on so, to so we top. both had the yeah. same observation then. Holidays, holidays. I think the only takeaway. Uh, I mean, I just did you think so, Brown looked all right? I mean, he missed he missed Monday with. Uh, I think a, a all knee. of them looked fine and and looked good and did what they had to do and played at about seventy five percent effort, which was more than enough. I actually thought their defense when they needed it to be was pretty stifling in that first half. I thought they were serious, and in the third quarter they were they were just trying to. I mean, none of the starters should have played in the fourth, so they mailed it in a little bit in the third. But it is what it is. Yeah, they they it was never a it was never a situation. It was just a Spurs made a little bit of a of some sort of run there. But yeah, it, 
I honestly thought the Celtics could, should have benched their guys a lot sooner than they did. Yeah, and I'll give you this one too, Brissett. Brissett, I think, has now firmly settled into the um, the role where he's going to be that guy uh, who's going to get those 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 wing minutes, and I think they can trust him because he's uh, you know. Got, he's the energy guy. There are he's a two rebounder. guys out tonight too, though. Don't forget. I mean, but I think he's that guy. He's yeah, you're he's, that guy, pal. He's that guy, but he's not him. He's just that guy that's gonna yeah. He's not out. him, but he's that guy. <laughs> he's who's not gonna come in. He's that guy. He's not. He's that, not that he's, guy. He's not that dude. He's just that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. He comes in every every once in a while, and he like just Jimmy, does the thing. You've been told, Amit. We've been told how to find these. Okay. <laughs> Well, I didn't know we had a YouTube channel. YouTube but... channel. I, you know what? I'm starting my own YouTube channel. I've decided tonight. <laughs> sort by oldest video. Oh my gosh! It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, I am 17 year old Bobby or something. Just like what? And doing, and yes, doing I, I, I think this is correct. Somebody tweeted it the other day um, that he might uh, corner three is Drew Holiday. Um, I think is leading the league. Wow. Bobby can tell us. Yeah, Bobby will tell us that. We'll wait. I like that stat. He should take more then. Yeah. That's that's Horford's that's Horford's spot, the corner three. He loves it. And that was the show. Thanks, guys. That's um, it, guys. That's all we got. We'll be back Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly though. <laughs> um what do you think of Wemby, John? What do you think of Wemby? So I know you and I are are, are Wemby. I'm not going to say detractors, but Wemby. Oh, no, no, I'm not a Wemby detractor. Well, no, you are a Wemby detractor. I was a Wemby skeptic. I was a Wemby skeptic. Yeah. But, I mean, it was more, I wasn't ready. I wasn't buying the hype ahead of time. Yeah, so I was a skeptic. I don't know where you're getting, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting detractor from. Though. <laughs> Definition of skeptic, yes. But I think since I've, I'm no longer a skeptic, I'm seeing is believing. What's funny is like he's. Would un- you trade the Spurs roster for the Celtics roster? Let's yes, just get in down a heartbeat. To it. Let's a heartbeat. just get down to it. Not even close. Not even question. I think you would. <laughs> Part of me actually thinks you would. No, only the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, uh, what's funny with Wemby is like they only let him play like, you know. 25 yeah. minutes kid gloves on still yeah yeah i mean he's always on he's under 30 and what's funny is like in an like his per 36 averages are like 30 points again i mean it's if he was playing 36 37 minutes a night he'd be scoring he'd be one of the top five scorers he'd, in the league. he'd be uh, first second team guy like yeah scoring. it's like he's scoring 20 points a game in 28 minutes uh, right now and he's shooting like garbage from three that was always a concern is the shot looks really pretty but it didn't go last year in France uh, and and we kind of had this conversation last time they played them too he's still shooting at that same level 29 now it's over a long enough kind of you know timeline yeah, he's also a rookie I mean like theoretically that's gonna that shot's gonna right. fall because again he's a good free throw shooter he's shooting 80 percent from uh, from from the free throw line he's got a really good stroke and he's gonna be able to pick and pop and that that percentage is gonna come up but I mean my goodness dude he's he's 2010 you know with three you know you know 20 and 10 with three blocks in his rookie year what's Sherrod saying doesn't have a link for the show I'm at Tries telling you that you didn't tell me that. Ah, uh, but you got it. He's got put some, it. Put some balloons in my image He's if that's it. if that's the case. <laughs> Give him a thumbs up. 
the and by uh, Amit, the the Bobby the Bobby stuff is real. I need a clip. <laughs> I need a clip too. I need a clip too, man. What a Brian. Poor Amit's down there, like doing actual work, and I'm here, like he's shooting press conferences yeah, and we're trying in his to do ear. stuff. And I'm like, get your out of the show and give me the Bobby YouTube video. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need the highlight, Bobby highlight reel for sure. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Siakam, no, no question about it. Well, so let's surprise Bobby with it. Once Bobby comes on, nobody in the chat say anything. Let's just try to, well, ask him if he can break down some a highlight for us, and then it'll be his. Bobby, tell us what happened on this play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, Wemby's the real deal. Um, I don't even know. what I mean, We should check FanDuel for the odds on Rookie of the Year, but I imagine it's like minus 10,000 at this point. No, 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 because they're calling you know, the other tall dude. Oh. Okay, but he's still going to be the favorite, though, Wemby. No. Who am I no. missing? Who am I forgetting? Second year guy, OKC. I, I'm also losing my mind right now. What's his name? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Help me. A rookie? Oh, my God. The tall guy. I'm just dying right now. I don't know, man. I don't know what you're saying. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. Um, I'm going to let you drown for a minute. You're not going to do it? Chet Holmgren? Yes, Holmgren, for the love of God, my mind is gone. Holmgren is counting as he's got the Ben Simmons rookie of the year thing. He's an overwhelming favorite. Oh, right. So I didn't realize that he was being counted like that. Yes, he is. This is That's kind of unfair. Wemby did dunk on a hook. It was funny. That's Bobby's, like the Blake Griffin stuff? Bobby's tweeting us. Bobby's tweeting us. I mean, texting us about Cornette's stat line. And just as he does that, no joke, Wemby turned around for what looked like a hook shot. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to dunk this instead. And he just a little gentle dunk right on Luke's head. Wow, the chat, the chats, we're getting the chat a little bit behind, I guess. But I'm I'm just seeing a thousand messages just saying chat, 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 chat. Yeah, it was chat. It was chat. Sorry, guys. My bad. Even even Asha Rod Blakely. Did Jimmy Ahmed, did you get him the link? Wait, can you just give him the link? I can, but then I have to like mad loud type. Ahmed's clearly not listening or watching. All right. Sharad link. Okay. Um I like how Asherod's in the chat. Is it actually him or is it somebody pretending? Like we have a Jason Tatum, we have a I guys I didn't want to look at the chat. The same way I don't Google. I like to just think about stuff. And then I was also surprised that Jimmy couldn't f- figure it out. So I was, I was, I, was I wasn't thinking rookie at the time. I was, I forgot that he was being considered a rookie. My Maybe bad, the- everybody. My yeah. bad. Anyways, regardless, Victor Wembyama, Wembyama is a beast. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's not a believer, but the question is like, is he going to be, um, is he going to be like, I'm going to look at the odds. Is he going to be take over the league dominant? He's got to stay. I mean, the whole thing is guys that size is, is health. Can he stay healthy if he can and he only gets better? Yeah. I think he can, I think he can dominate the league. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a few guys that he's going to go toe to toe with, but you know, by the time, by the time, Wemby's entering his prime, and B's going to be on the downside of his career. It's Chet. 
Yeah. It's Chet. Yeah, it's Chet. Anytime, anytime you want to help us out. Yeah. We needed you, Sherrod. Apologies. I, I typed at least 400 of those thousand Chet replies that you saw in the chat. Yeah. Well, then we're going to have to ban you like John just banned somebody earlier. Yeah, no spamming the chat. Sherrod's gone. No spamming. Sherrod can be on the show, but he... But he okay, but he, yeah. Yeah. So, rookie of the year. Chet, <laughs> minus 170. Wemby, plus 115. Yeah. So, there you go. Scoot Henderson, plus 30,000. I don't think that's... Uh, no, no, we'd need a couple injuries. No, I think, uh, I think, um, uh, Jaime is, uh, he is, know, he's, is third. He's, he is, he's plus 15,000. Yeah, that didn't sound as funny though. So I just get that one. No, yeah. Jaime, I mean, Sherrod is banned. <laughs> Sherrod is banned. Um, Sherrod, we're trying desperately to keep this from becoming the pie show 20 minutes in. Um, because there's not a ton to talk about, but we're kind of on the Wemby train here. Anything from the Celtics game, anything from the Celtics side of things stand out to you? Well, the one thing that stands out to me was that um, Joe called off the dogs incredibly early. I mean, like literally five minutes into the game, you see, you see Brissett and Peyton and all these guys that you normally don't see out there as a collective group. The only starter they had out there was like uh, Jalen Brown or Tatum, one of those two early on. And it was weird because uh, you wouldn't expect to see that typically until the second half where they've got like a 15, 20-point lead. But at that point, they were up by like maybe eight or nine. Uh, and so it was good to see Joe give those those bench guys a chance to play. Uh, this was a game that for all intent purposes was a glorified scrimmage. Uh, San Antonio is horrible. They are a bad team. But Wimby is and you've heard that's a lot but when you see him up close and personal you see how easy the game comes in and the thing about him right now he doesn't really know how to play at this level and he still can get you 20 and 10 yeah he still hasn't figured out how to be he still hasn't figured out just uh the the mental side of playing an nba all all he's going on right now is his talent and his talent is getting him 20 10 and three blocks a game yeah Um, he's that damn good the nfl season is wrapping up and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 
or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. He, he really is like, you know, when you like were, in person, Shrod, super tall. Like, yo, he was doing this like ball, like ball handling drill and he was bent down. We were like eye to eye when he's bent down working on his ball handling skills. He's that damn tall. His waist comes up. Well, Jimmy, you might come up to his knee, maybe yeah. slightly above his kneecaps. Yeah. Like I'm like like waist level. You're probably like like top tier knee level. Yeah, maybe. you could yeah. like put Jewish way on my shoulders yeah. and like we'd wear a trench coat and would still be short. Yeah, like Jimmy, can you dunk on you those you know on those baskets you hang on your door yet or no? <laughs> I'm getting there. You know, I got a trampoline. I got a trampoline. Because that's what it looks like. Wemby's doing like when you used to hang the hang the hoop on your door and then like. You know, just go around and just stand up, dunk like nerf oh, balls. Yeah. Like that's basically how he plays. No, he's ridiculous. And I, I talked to remember Greg Steamsma? Steamer? Oh, of course. You mean, those, you mean, you mean yeah, the, he's, the, he's, the white Bill Russell or whatever Tommy oh, called? Oh, Tommy will will never. That's never gonna. That's part of the Tommy uh, <laughs> Heinsohn hyperbole. Uh, yeah. book hyperbole, hyperbole Hall of Fame, no question about exactly. it. Exactly. No, but, but, but Greg is, is a, with player development with the Spurs, and I talked to him before the game, and he said it's weird being the not tallest guy in the room. Because uh, Greg's like like legitimate 6'10", 6'11". He's always been that guy. And he's like, Wimby is like, not only is he tall, he said but he's long. That's the thing people don't realize. He's not just seven foot four. He's seven foot four with, with ridiculous length. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, yeah. he, and he and just – he, I mean, Wimby, I mean, he's just really, really impressive to watch him go to work up close. And again, he doesn't know how to really play the game from a mental standpoint at this level yet because everything is new to him. He's just going by sheer talent. And he's he's like, he's he's that damn good. And I really don't want Bobby to come in here talking about Luke. Uh, Luke, was, Luke was an easy pass for pretty much everyone that San Antonio had in, in the first like four or five minutes. Uh, Wimby wasn't the only one that was giving Luke the business. And in fact, the only reason that San Antonio, I thought, cooled off was because they went exclusively to Wimby and they didn't go to the mismatch, which was whoever Cornette was guarding. So this was not the night to, this was not the foot, the night to pop your collar by Luke Cornette. Uh, I hope Bobby doesn't come with doing that. Oh, he already is texting some stuff comparing the two. Oh yeah. We did compare stat lines. It was between steals and blocks. And I will say this, Cornette had four steal four steals and three blocks and Wemby had um no steals and one block so uh, Cornette Cornette was a much bigger Wemby did, presence did flush one on Cornette's head yeah. though there's got to be extra points for that oh <laughs> no we'll have the tangway button ready so yeah like it, what's funny is like you're looking at it now and you're wondering is he ever going to be able to like dominate games and then you can also look at it a different way and say, 
my God, is he going to dominate games in such a way that, like, it's going to be, like, tush-push. Like, they're going to start making, like, anti-Wemby rules. That's they're, what like, I'm worried about. Of, like, things that they're not, you, like, they won't do because it's going to be such a cheat code um, that it's going to almost, like, I can almost see a point where he's so good that he starts to get bored and then just decides he's only shooting from 40 feet or something. Like, I think when he figures it all out, he's going to be able to score with such ease from so many places that it is going to start to feel stupid because i mean we joke everyone jokes about tatum being 610 and shoot over people and he's right. not he's 68 but it doesn't matter like he can still go up and over most of the people he's guarding because he's long and, and you know he's got that high release imagine when wemby can just knock those things down it doesn't you could have it doesn't matter who guards him he'll be able to score at any time from any place, it's going to be ridiculous. I think um, this and the and the intelligence and the vision. He's a terrific passer. He's a good ball handler. He can do so many things. So like, it might get so dumb that it's actually going to get. He, he could get boring to watch. I think that the the scary part about him. Tatum is not 6'10". I have to dispel this once and for all. Brad joked about it one offseason, and every Celtics freakazoid, like, fanboy ran with it. And then Brad even said afterwards, like, no, I was just messing around how he's kind of tall and, you know, who knows. He's not. He, he was never 6'10". Brad admitted it. He just said it for the F of it, and everybody ran with it forever. Anyway, move on. No, the thing about Wimby that I think is really going to scare the crap out of teams in the future is when his body starts to fill out. Because just by simply being an NBA player, he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. And right now, he's not that difficult to get off the block. Like when he tried to post up Kata a couple of times, Kata did not have too much trouble getting past him. In fact, you know, when at the other end offensively, Kata just gave him a nice little little, elk, little shoulder and knocked his ass down and dunked on him. Uh, that's not going to – enjoy that now because that's not going to be – what's going to be happening in the near future. He's I, a player that young, different kind of style, but definitely when you look at the impact that he's making, it's very LeBron-like where you look at him and just figure he's just a physical uh, freak compared to anyone and everyone else. And it's just a matter of time before he becomes the Is dominant Is there a drum guy. line in there, Sherrod? What's going on? Uh, someone's <laughs> grabbing drinks. Someone dropped all the cups. <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little is, is I'm, someone I'm, grabbing all the drinks or just one drink? <laughs> double fisting, John. Yeah. Double fisting. Holy you get, wow! You get free drinks over there. You no just, ice. You Disable the ice machine. Okay. <laughs> a little concerned about that, John. I mean, you got like you said, if if he's just going to be able to drop the ball in the in the hoop, you know, for the next fifteen years, that's not much fun, is it? But He's gonna it's make it never happen before. Something's gonna. It's, I'm not expecting that. He's now. gonna be like the I find Giannis boring, you know, kind of club. Yeah. Anyway, real quick, let's also quickly tell you about our friends over at HelloFresh. We loves ourselves some HelloFresh, and you can get in on the action right now mm-hmm. by going to HelloFresh.com/slash/CLNS-free, where you can get. Free breakfast for life when you order a HelloFresh box right now. Customize your order. Get whatever you want. Special menu items constantly rotating every single week. Uh, You want to change out your proteins or your vegetables or go low-carb, gluten-free, keto, whatever it is. Whatever suits your diet, whatever suits your lifestyle, family style. uh, HelloFresh gives you all the options 
uh, out there. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash CLNS free. Use the code CLNS free. Get free breakfast for life. Get on the action today. Um, what do we think? Uh, where, where, where were we? Were we still on the Wemby train? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. I think I kind of agree with what you said or how it's just like, is he going to get too good for the game? Like the way the game was designed, like when this game was designed, nobody was anticipating seven foot six dudes, like just roaming the earth and just doing this type of stuff on the basketball court. I don't think so. Um, We'll see if they have to make any changes, but I don't think so. I I think teams are going to have to just get creative. They're going to have to figure out ways to defend them. They're going to have to waste some extra fouls, um, play them tough. And I don't know. Get him out of position the best they can. And he's going to have to expand his game. I mean, he's going to have to start learning how to – because that's – when you think about how physically impressive LeBron was when he first came to the league, had he stayed where he was the first three or four years and didn't evolve and, and add to his bag, he wouldn't he wouldn't be the first ballot Hall of Famer that he became. Uh, he'd be a very good player, but he wouldn't be that great head and shoulders above most, if not all players in the league. Wimby is going to be able to be, do that if he continues to add things to his game. Uh, he's pretty damn impressive now, but again, he's got to get bigger. He's got to get stronger. He has to learn how to play more physical. And to John's point earlier, he's got to become a more consistent perimeter shooter because that's a part of his game that really sets him apart from lots of guys. Um, I could, I could see him someday going to like a two seconds in the paint instead of three, keep the game more fluid, get the, get the, the big dudes out of the paint, kind of prevent them from, Using their size. To there aren't that many that want to do that, though, Jimmy. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen because most of the bigs now. No, but Wemby might. They shoot. Well, that's be- if he sh- if- listen. If he's going to shoot, I'm fine with that. I just don't want a guy who's going to stand at the rim and just drop it in all, all game. He's That'd not going to be, be able to do that because he, he he. I don't think he has the core strength to do that. And he's not going to do that. If- yeah, and for but, him, he, well, then I don't he's, care. he's, he's, go he's do part of the analytics era where three is more than two. Yeah, uh, if it, I make a couple of threes. That's like three posts. Well, he's shooting thirty percent, so I'm not too concerned about. But the now. shot looks shot looks smooth. That thing's that thing's coming up, and then the ability if he ever gets a midi going. And again, just think about it. Like you ever play on short hoops, it's much easier to knock down shots from everywhere. You know, like especially closer because yeah. you're just basically shooting like right at it so like he's gonna be able to like those are gonna feel like layups to him when he's shooting from eight you know six eight ten feet not a layup i see you're just point, going up over people i think it's just gonna be silly yeah. double team play physical i mean they gotta figure out ways to not to, to deny him the ball i mean he's not it's going to be difficult. It is. Don't get me wrong. Because, but yeah. it's not going to be impossible. No, it won't. Because the thing about him, I mean, Jimmy, when he puts the ball on the floor, he gets to, like, Again, top of the key free throw line, two steps, and he's got a dunk. 20-10 in, in 28 minutes a night. And he's not even – he doesn't even know what he's doing, as Sherrod said. It, it could <laughs> – yeah. it really, 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 really um, – uh, this is getting – now this is just turning into legend. Um, um, oh, what do I have for clips here? We're going to play something. What do we want from Joe? No, he, he said he's cutting it. Oh, 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 All right, oh, first oh. I'm going to play Joe. All right, Joe, here's Joe talking about something. Halfway mark? Joey. <laughs> Joe Mazzula talking about assessing the Celtics at the halfway mark. I can't wait. Should be- I, mean, I didn't really have so much of an expectation or a goal to be a certain uh, type of thing. What I will say is we just have to, we have to stay in the, the space of we're really good, but we could lose any game. And uh, we got to be really hard on ourselves, and so it's a, it's annoying. 
uh, to be super critical of yourself, um, but we got to do that. Uh, just hold each other accountable. Um, doesn't mean that there won't be uh, tough times. You know, 41 games left. We've got a ton of tough games coming up, so I don't expect it to go our way in these next 41, but I do expect us to just stay the course and uh, as long as we keep an open mind to getting better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Way to go. That's, I mean, th- th- this is who they are. I mean, that that's hey. that's trying to find that balance between acknowledging that you're a really good team, but trying to, to keep guys trying to get better. That's that's easier said than done. Because, you know, as they continue to put more and more separation between them and the next best team in the East, complacency has a way of creeping in. Uh, where they get too comfortable, they become very laid back. They become like that team we saw way too often last year. Um, that to me is a concern at this point. It's just getting too comfortable with your status at the front of the pack. Um, yeah. What so, um you, is was Josue you, at the game tonight? Did not see him. Okay, but but Bobby Bobby's in there. Um, What'd you think of that Joe challenge, Sherrod? Up like twenty points, love it. The jump ball. Love it. Do you love it? I do. I do. I just love that. Joe is doing. I want to know so what many- Pop thinks of it. We should have gone to talk to Pop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if Pop would have responded to the question about that. Uh, he's got so many more bigger issues to worry about. His, his team's horrible. Does Joe have any friends? Joe Missoula? Yeah, among I the coaching so. fraternity. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Among the coaches, he, 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 I don't know. His, I mean, I, I would imagine Bobby. So. Bobby's his um, friend. He's commenting on Bobby's tie. They're friends. No, but I mean, when you think about guys like Will Hardy, for example, in Utah, who he coached with, that that's someone that he considered obviously a friend. Uh, there, there's some other former Celtics uh, assistants who have kind of, you know, meandered about that would qualify as well. Uh, but does he have like a ton of them? No, no. But I mean, this that. stuff, this stuff, the Chicago Bulls blowout. Like he's definitely he's had a couple of challenges up big or down. Like that, do people like that? I don't give a crap. I'm with you, Sherrod. I, I actually don't care. But when I see it, I'm like, ooh. I was like, oh, people might not like that, buddy. You know. I would imagine that doesn't make nice with people who don't right. know you. Yeah. But but the thing I like about Joe is he does not give a f about that. He's going to do it. And he, if you ask him about it, he'll let you know. I, I thought that was the wrong call. I challenged it. That's what I do. Um, he's becoming very. I must challenge. The call was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but That's not right. Yeah, not challenging. Does not compute. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> loving the fact that Joe, he just has a, I just don't give a damn what you think about me doing this about him. Um, I, I like that a lot. I like. I love the fact that he emptied the bench with in five minutes of play. And just say, you know what, pops. I know you're a hall of famer, but your team is trash. And I'm going to put my end of the bench guys out here five minutes of the game, and we're still going to beat the shit not out of you. Yep. And yeah. they did. Ben Vallis first to the floor. The ever knowledgeable Ben Vallis first to the floor podcast. You can check it out after the game. He'll be Joe's friend. Why not? He wants to be Joe's. Friend. He'll be Joe's friend. Long distance, long distance relationship, Ben. These never work out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all the way out there, all the way in Australia. That's going to be tough for you guys, but friendships can. You know, yeah, you get the you know, I, I'm a little worried. Relationships, yeah, that could be a little difficult. <laughs> be, not, I guess we're not entirely sure. It could be tough. What Ben's uh, asking for, Sherrod? I got a question for you. Yo, Scott. I was watching. Um, I always watch KG and Pierce. Um, 
Um, they're they're they have an awesome podcast. This is whatever, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, if you're if you're a fan of the Celtics from you know the that era, the KG Pierce era, those guys have a great back and forth going on. Mm. And one of the clips I saw today was them talking about how this they're noticing this year's Celtics team right now has more of a killer instinct to them. They're kind of noticing a toughness mm-hmm. like in Tatum and Brown, they mentioned, but, you know, I think just having some of the other guys out there holiday, are you noticing something like that too, compared to maybe past seasons with, with these Celtics team? Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's so obvious that this team has more of um, what we like to call that dog. You know, than these yeah. other teams of the past. You know, I, I think I go back to the Minnesota game, for example, that they played here, a game that the last year's team would have lost nine out of ten times. I, there's there's, I, there's little doubt in my mind that last year's team would have lost that game. And Tatum willed in the victory. Uh, and, and, again, he's not as consistent as I know he would like to be and fans would like him to be in terms of that. But there's a definite noticeable increase in him just, frankly, showing a little bit more of a killer uh, basketball wise than we've seen in the past. Uh, and the thing that, you know, some folks have talked about, and this is true and Tatum kind of you know, bristled at it, but it's the truth that has to come from the top in order for it to seep into the team and become part of the team's DNA. Uh, when Tatum was just kind of, you know, hands up when a call didn't go his way and, and all that stuff, you saw it go from, from him on down, you started seeing damn near everyone do that. And now that you don't see that as much as you see him making big shots and, and recognizing mismatches that are his favor or recognizing mismatches that his teammates have going on, he's made a, a conscious effort to get the ball to them, to make the right basketball play, as Joe would like to say. And that, in turn, leads to your teammates looking to do that. So it starts with him. And I think he's finally embraced that and recognized that's how you're going to win a championship. It has to start with him. And I think that's what KG and Paul are talking about. Um, you know, just well, the leadership recognizing what they got to do to help this team be great. So that's the thing. Um, it's uh, I agree 100 percent, Sherrod. But we, we said this from like day one of training camp in the beginning of the season. What's the number one takeaway? What's everyone see? And it's like it's they're They're a lot more serious, meaning like mm-hmm. it's a focused group. And yeah. like. I think what what's funny is like it has to be top down in terms of Tatum and Brown. It has to filter down from them, but mm-hmm. it actually got to them b- b- through White, Holiday, Porzingis, uh, uh, Horford. The grown ups are in the room, and the mm-hmm. and 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 Tatum and Brown are kind of like, oh, okay, okay serious all the time. I got it. You know, like, okay, here we are. And now they're doing it more. So that's kind of it. Like maybe they weren't ready to be the guys who would set the tempo and the pace for everybody else and say, follow me, get on my back boys and all of that stuff that everybody wanted them to do. But these guys make it so it's easier for them to do it because it's not the burden of leadership as much as it is. Everyone around me is taking it seriously. I'm the best player on the team. I can't not at this point. And I don't think they dragged them kicking and screaming. I just think setting that foundation changed their overall mentality and kind of snapped them into focus in ways that you just talked about, which is how many games have they had this year that they lose? Um, These chats are killing me guys. Uh, How many games have we, uh, have we had this year where we're like, they lose this last year. They lose this last year. They lose this last year. There's like a, there's, 
there's like six, seven, or eight. They may, might not lose all of them, but every one of them, you've seen them lose a game like that before. There's quite a few. And, and and so it's completely different this year. The question is just simply going to be health and whether or not they're going to be able to hold up against the the longer, bigger, you know, the more athletic teams uh, in those seven-game series who can really kind of get, you know, when they ratchet up the intensity, how will the Celtics respond to it? I'd say those are the only two things. Injuries are injuries. That's across the board. Only other thing that worries me about the Celtics is they're better at basketball than everybody that they play. But athletically, there are some teams that are more athletic and, 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 uh, you know, uh, and, and might give them problems. And that could be, uh, you know, that could be probably the only place where I see them jamming up a little bit, but otherwise they're just good. They can, they fight through, they fight through slumps from individual players. They fight through slumps as a team. You saw that demarcation line on the under 40% from three point last year. They've won several games this year when they don't shoot, shoot the ball well. So they can beat you a lot of different ways. Last year, it felt like they could only beat you when they shot more than 40% from three. That's it. That was it. Two years ago, they beat you with defense. Ah, something fell. Two years ago, they beat you with defense. Last year, they only beat you when the threes were falling. This year, they beat you in a million different ways. And like, I think Bobby said something. There was like the the this was like however many games in a row that they're just building thirty point leads. They're just going out and croaking right. people yeah. too. Right, right. And they're, they're I think one of the the big differences uh, within their within the locker room is just they're embracing the fact that. Everyone has a certain responsibility, and that doesn't necessarily equate to leadership. Like, they're, they're, they're past the whole leadership question and concerns. It's all about responsibility. What is your job? What the hell do you have to do to help this team win? Uh, some nights, it's Drew Holiday being a lockdown defender. Some nights, it's Drew Holiday giving 15 points. Sometimes Tatum has to score 30. Sometimes Tatum doesn't – he only needs to give you 15 or 20, but he needs to get you, like, 10, 12, 14 rebounds. They're figuring out what their responsibility is from night to night and not worrying about anything other than their jobs. What do I have to do to help this team win? Uh, and then and sometimes and it obviously it changes from one game to the next, but them understanding and embracing that reality of who they have to be in order to be great. Uh, that's a that's a big shift from where this team has been in the past couple of years. Yeah, um, the, no doubt. We will get to Patriots. We'll, we, we will get to Bobby's Cornette report. We're also going to get to a special video of Bobby. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. I am excited for Oh, this. boy. How about this? DeAndre Aiden is out tonight due to icy roads. He couldn't get out of his neighborhood. Is that – is that – there is like maybe five players, and DeAndre Aiden would be one of them, that that would be a reason why they wouldn't play. That's literally it. It's, it's on. It's being reported. They, I guess the team even sent people to try to help him, and, they, and they, he's just stranded. He just can't get can't get out can't get out of his neighborhood. Need to find a new neighborhood. Clearly. That's like uh, that's like the Belichick, the two thousand nine, like the, the Adalis Thomas. Like, what am I supposed to do? This isn't the Jetsons, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one of the great all time quotes. This isn't the. How about this? Here's a quote from Wemby. John Corrales tweets Wemby, I'm playing in Boston. The floor is very special. It didn't bother me, but it is special. I mean, it's just beautiful. It is. Wow. Wemby, Wemby to Boston. Boston. Go ahead, Jimmy. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Not now, but we'll see. You can play on that floor over 40 times a year if you, if you end up. Somehow, playing. I don't think it'll be quite as special if you're playing on it 40 times a year. That's just me. Well, 
There's only one way to find out, though, right, Jimmy? Yeah. Now, I don't really know what to expect from J.K. I mean, wait, wait. I know he, like, <laughs> Sorry. I, the, I, wait. What the hell we can't that? play that yet. We're not playing it yet. What is that, John? <laughs> we call that a tease? <laughs> I'm already – now you got to play yeah, yeah, Now, now we got to play it. We, we right. got to see the rest of that. Really? I, I, I wasn't sure if that was the right one or not. That's what I wanted to say. Well, it, it was. It was. <laughs> we'll wait for Bobby. We'll wait for Bobby. We'll ask him to break it down. I just need to see it. Will we be able to comment on it as it's happening? It was a Bobby teaser. Oh, man. That is I got to see that. All right, do, we, do we watch it once? No. Do we watch it no, once? I want, I, I want to be surprised. Really? You want to be surprised, really? Kind of, yeah. How long is it? It's long. Yeah, we should not watch really? it. Really? We should. It's, it it's a minute 30. I mean, I'll leave it up to you guys. Yeah. It it won't show up as the clip. It's telling me it's my name. That's why I had to press play. Um, oh, yeah. yeah it, nice. it, it's like telling me it's a guest, um, just the way it loaded here. But, yes. Okay. Oh, man. Now, now we have a little anticipation. I, I feel bad. because Don't play it. Don't play it because it'll keep everybody locked in until we play All it. All right, fine. <laughs> What do you feel bad about Bobby? Bobby posted this. He must be proud of it. Why? I'm not sure, but he must be proud of it. It's on. Yeah, his it's own not channel. like it's a secret. I didn't pull it out of his phone. Right. Um, it says Bobby's on his way. All right, everyone, be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Everyone, shh. surprise. <laughs> surprise! You're on blast, my man. Your thoughts. <laughs> um. Oh man. Yeah, we will we, we will get to that. We will get to some Patriots talk uh, a little. Jimmy asked for it. We'll we'll sneak in some uh, yes. some stuff there, uh, and we'll we'll quickly look at the Nuggets. I know that that's like a fun little test here um, to see. And um, as we said, they clearly rested up a couple of guys. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think to, no one played to, more to than thirty-one minutes. It. Yeah. So they'll be well rested for the, the, the Friday. Night. It's a great game, Friday. That is a great game. You going? Yeah. Yep. I'll be here. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. That was my. That was my. That was the peak of my year last year. That was the highlight of my year. You guys remember? I went to the game, rushed home, jumped on the show, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" That was like one of the best. That's like the best the Celtics looked all year against a really good team. Yeah. I did predict Nuggets in the finals last year, though. I Good was call. the guy. Shout I was that guy. No, that was this, not me. This, this year I said Golden State, but that was just a fun. That was just a fun one. Dude, tough, tough Golden State news today. Oof. Oh my god. I know. We yeah. Had a moment of silence uh, uh, before the game, which I thought was really, really classy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Um, we did mention also uh, we were going to briefly talk about it, and I actually think we should um, talk about. Uh, uh, this the Siakam thing, yeah. um, and 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 uh, how concerned are the Celtics about this? Very, according to Joe Mazzula. Joe, I wanted to see what you thought of Pascal Siakam landing with Indiana, and this time of year, especially for teams that are kind don't of save yourself the rest of the question. I don't, I don't really care. But but does your does your awareness of you know kind of what's going on around the league you know increase this time of year into year uh, two? No, uh, I mean obviously I saw it. You know, there's, there's a TV on the back. You know, guys talk about it, but it uh, doesn't really concern me. 
Love it. <laughs> um, here's what I love Bobby. the most. Shout out Bobby finishing the question. Thank you, Bobby. That was awesome. Okay, Joe, you want to be a bully with the media and say something like that? And, and there he is. And that you didn't. And that you didn't. Uh, didn't care. For of course you care. That's a team that just beat you with their best player. You know, right? With his legs bent in two different directions. Um, and you. <laughs> um, and you have to recognize that this is a legit challenger to you and a team that plays you really hard. And they just added a, a big time player. So a don't tell me. They added a big time, a big time player who fits exactly what yeah. their style of play is. Like, yeah. there's, it's going to be a seamless transition for him in Indiana. That, and and yeah. again, knowing Rick Carlisle the, the, the way I do, having covered him and his teams, Pascal is going to be a problem. He's yeah. going to be a problem for people. So, so don't tell me you don't care. And kudos to Bobby for finishing the question. Very good job, Bobby. Uh, Bobby, you can you can jump in on this Pacers trade, or if you got something game related, we can circle back to Siakam. We just jumped on it now. Well, I'll go, I'll go right off what you were talking about there. I got that response from him pregame, and then post game, he comes in and says, "Don't ask me about Wembenyama. I don't care." It's like, all right. <laughs> he said to you? No, he said it to everybody. Oh. So. I, I, maybe that was stemming from the Siakam question that you didn't like, but yeah, and this this uh, Joe's done a much better job. Ask him about Joe's done a much yeah. better job with this this year, but obviously not today. People care what the coach thinks about stuff going on around the league, rules. Uh, he certainly talked about officiating more in recent weeks, which is something he probably didn't do last year. But this is a very unique, compelling player for the sport of basketball right now coming in. And you just say, I don't care. I mean, all right. I, I guess, but <laughs> at least let someone ask the question. Is he trying to be funny or something? No, he doesn't care. I, I truly believe that. So it is what it is. I thought he was fun to watch tonight. That first quarter was electric. Uh, we talked a little bit after the game. I don't know if you guys played some of the sound, but I uh, had a pretty good point about what makes the Celtics so good. And obviously he's having a tough time with the losing there in San Antonio this year. I mean, it's pretty shocking how bad they are. I, I didn't think they were going to be good this year, but they are. Tatum had this comment earlier about how the Pistons aren't the worst team in the league. There's some other teams down at the bottom that are worse than them. And he's right. I think the Spurs are worse than the Pistons. He's right. I mean, this he's, team he's just right. has. They got some good players, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell. Um, you know, some of the young guys might round out there. And, of course, Wembenyama. But uh, this is pretty much what he's been this year. I will say, though. As I tweet out and as I texted to you guys, four to one, Luke, Here it is. Victor, and the steals and blocks. So Victor wow. might have thrown down that impressive dunk over him, but <laughs> in the on the stat sheet, I think Luke got him. Wait, what about the twenty points and ten rebounds? We're just not going to count those. We're only counting on the stat sheet, John. Uh he had five rebounds. Cornet at eight. What? Wembenyama had five. Oh, sorry. We were doing the averages. So, But the 27 points were no good? No, they it were good. Matter. He took 19 shots. Yeah. How many would Luke have scored if he took? But he made 10 of them. That's a good percentage. It is yeah, how good. many? Bobby's asking Luke only took. What did Luke take? Three for five. So 19 would have been what? Is this a legit no. conversation no. we're having? Five by three. No, it's not. 11. It's not. So we're at 23. No. Bobby's giving the edge to Luke tonight. Okay. He's giving the edge to Luke. Who who had the edge? Who would you give it to? Well, let's put it this way. 
Jeremy Sokon for, for San Antonio made two buckets. All right, seven. hit the clip. Guess, guess we made the two buckets on him. Yeah, no, they, they were San Antonio went away for the one guy other than, than, than Wimby who was scoring. And that guy was it's scoring a problem. at the start of the game. It's, they're putting Luca in space more often. And I'm sure it's something they're forced to do, uh, especially with the double bigs out there. But it, it doesn't go well. Uh, but again, no. spot start tonight. Two guys down. He gave you a pretty this good is, game. Sherrod warned us about this. Yes. When Sherrod came on, he's like, "I don't want this to turn into when Bobby gets here, how how Cornette matched up with Wemby." He wasn't that good. He was not that good tonight, Bobby. He did not suck, but he wasn't that good. He we're was this, not. We've, we're we've this close to a tank. I mean, your third center yeah, gave we... you six, nine, four, one, and three. Against arguably the worst team in the NBA that didn't have a but real against the rookie of the year center. Bobby, you 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 cannot be serious. You can't be he serious helped. thinking that he did you expect this from him tonight? This is a pleasantly surprising performance. From it's Wimby or, or Luke? From Luke. Luke scoring when Wimby wasn't around. Yeah, I think he can do that. I think he can do that. Yes, he can score when when Wimby's not around. Luke can score against a team that does not have a true center. They're playing. They were playing Jeremy at at center, and Jeremy was like I said. Jeremy Sokan was two for nine, and his two buckets were against Luke in the first quarter. So, sorry. Yeah, no, this is your this is your third center. This is pretty good stuff out of a third center. Where's the Tangway clip? I'm trying to find it. No, we're not. No. Bobby, Bobby, I got to tell you something because I'm going to I'm going to give you a heads up. I'm not going to hit you with it. The chat got really into deep, you. Deep dive. Deep dive into you and the your ba- the basketball clips on your YouTube channel. Yeah, no, that that's something that goes way back. That was a tough game for me. But again, that was <laughs> eight years ago. So I've come a long way since then. OK, well, well let's let's see. Can can we play it? If you want. Only let's if you see, want. Let, let's see how far he's come. Let's I'm clipped it. I let's think I'm clipped the best. Okay. <laughs> now I don't really know what to expect from JK. <laughs> I mean, I know he likes to talk a big game. This I know is a, a lot of people Bobby. on Twitter gave me their scouting reports, but I gotta get a nice feel from go him. Go on. On I don't here. think he's ready for me. Yeah, I take a lot of pride in my pickup game. They say I'm a mix of Tyler Zeller and Brandon Bass, somewhere in between there. So, you know, I'm really going to be bringing it on the offensive boards. He better box me out real good. A lot of people pick this guy, but I don't think they know what to expect. We'll see. Don't really know where no, we are right now. It's Steinberg, No, he does not have the headband on. I might be only a dick about 10 years. Good board. Shades of loop right there. <laughs> Bobby. Oh boy. Fade away. Fade back, away. Back to the basket game. Oh, and this is a hook. Oh, he uh-huh. got this dribble. Oh. And one. Okay. Shoot the three. Oh, oh. Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Okay. What happened? 
Amit. That was the end of the clip. Just broke right the there. internet. We'll okay. leave it there. Hey, hey, hey. We'll leave it at ended, that. <laughs> it, it ended. It ended just, on a high note. Just to be accurate, because I am a reporter, it didn't go well from there. But again, <laughs> that way the video I, uh, stopped. <laughs> yeah. It finished 21 to 4 in favor of Jay, who, of course, was a def- uh, Division three college basketball player. So I'll give myself some slack two- there. And, and eight years Who's ago, Jimmy, I've come, a, I've come a long way. I wonder how you two would fare in a rematch. That's what I want to see, a rematch. I think it'd be good. Maybe we could get some money for charity or something. I love it. Okay. Luke's Let's see where square. Jay's game's gone in eight years. That's uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Let's see. Let's see who's still got it. Are you kidding? Bo- Bobby's Bo- in the gym. Bo- he's, he's- Bobby's Bobby's in his. Bobby's only 19. Okay, he's in his right. athletic prime. Now I'm right. 25. I know no, that's it's the a joke. Whole different it's a game. Joke. I, I I I'm gonna put. I would I would bet that score would be at least two to three times closer if not Jay Bobby. Eight yeah. years ago, how did yeah. that even happen? I had some trash talk, you know, on Twitter and. We said, let's just get out there. Let's film it. My friend Brandon filmed it. Sure, he shout he, out to he him. humbled you? He humbled you. Yeah, it was tough. You know what it was? I defended decently, and I Did had a you? little more stamina out there, but I couldn't make a shot, and my shooting was so bad back then. So I just kept – one-on-one was tough. Um, how's your, you know, how's, how would you say your ball handling is now? Or like dribbling? Much better. <laughs> Much better. That's still not Jimmy, a strength Jimmy's of mine. Jimmy's like though. trolling you with that. But Jimmy, that. this is the guy who took 27 the- shots in a rec league game. game. He obviously is comfortable <laughs> letting it fly. Yeah, that's true. We have the infamous box score from this summer. That was a yeah. That was a good game for me. I'm I'm also I haven't played since November, dealing with some knee pain. But I'm Honestly, about to get back out nothing- there soon. Nothing but respect for Bobby here. Let's Absolutely. let's let's jump ahead. He did ahead. kind of remind me of Koozie the way he was kind of the one yeah. hand behind the back. Of the <laughs> uh, let's jump ahead. The Celtics do take on the Nuggets. Bobby, this is uh you know and a lot of people's team, but put it at the beginning of the year before the Celtics made their final trades, it was still kind of like I don't know, are they good enough for Denver? Then they swung that last trade. And 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 beat Holiday, and you were still a little dubious. Um, after watching both teams, <laughs> after watching both teams for half a season now, like, do you think the Nuggets are still warming up? And there's a couple other gears there, um, you know. And like, if you just had to assess these two teams right now, who's the favorite? If you still think the Nuggets are the team is possibly going to come out of the West, even though I know Minnesota and OKC are technically have better records right now, but you know, I still think Denver's coming. Where, where do you, where do you, where do you put them right now? I think they deserve to have that favorite status coming off what still? they did last year. I mean, it's ridiculous, especially what Jokic is doing right now. And you can give Tatum a lot of credit for his strides this year, but Jokic beyond the ridiculous production in every area each night, and the clutch is just prone to as he did a couple of weeks ago against Golden State, toss up a shot from half court and just bank it in. Like the guy's just ridiculous. He's you know, and I love Giannis. I love Embiid. I love some of these other guys. And uh, I know Embiid beat him the other night. But Jokic is the best player in the league by far right now. And that's going to be challenging. Their Celtics are at home. They should be at full strength. So that's going to be a significant advantage for them. They probably have the better all-around team. So I'm, I'm just about there, especially if they win this game, Jimmy, to saying that if the Celtics are at full strength, they're going to win the championship this year. But – 
I'm not going to pull everything from this game. You know, you want to see them out in Denver. You want to eventually see them in the finals and just see how that goes because usually the best player in a series wins that series. Uh, so it's going to be a challenge, especially since I'm, I feel like they're really going to stress the Celtics defense, John. We, we've seen how it's gone this year. They've put Holiday on centers. They've put Porzingis on a weaker offensive player. But I don't know how Drew's going to fare against Jokic. And I don't know where you not hide Porzingis, but you're not going to be able to play off anyone in that starting lineup. KCP, Gordon, probably the two main candidates. I'm very interested to see how these two teams scheme against each other because obviously Porzingis is going to be a load for Jokic to cover too. Yeah, but everybody is. That's the whole thing. It's like I never really get super concerned with that. Like, who's going to stop Embiid? Nobody. Nobody on the planet. Nobody stops Embiid. You know, like, Jokic is one of one. Like, I just don't think you've got guys. You're just – you. what you do have with the Celtics is a lot of bodies, you know. And, you honestly, you're going to see Holiday on Jokic, you know, uh, I, I think. You I know, think that's how they'll start. Here. Yeah. I think that's how they'll start, and I think that's kind of you know you, you know what you're going to get there. Sure, you miss. Would you consider starting Horford? No, no, stop, never. Just no. It's like I said, and not because it, it's not it's not a disrespectful way. I, the Celtics are good enough to make teams play have to worry about them. They right. they do yeah. not need to bad inferior teams adjust because they can't handle what good teams throw at them. Right. Good teams just play and make and, and just play you straight up. Obviously you're going to do some things and throw in some wrinkles and your bench personnel and your rotations might be a little bit different. And there's certain lineups where you're going to try to favor double big a little bit more. And there's certain where you're just not going to do it. So yeah, that's going to be the game planning, but you got the best starting five in basketball. You're just going to play the best starting five in basketball and get, make the nuggets figure out how they're going to stop all of your guys, which is a bigger problem than you stopping just one guy. Not that the Nuggets don't have others, but I'm just never in favor of doing that unless it's like, you know, crappy teams, Ivy League teams go zone against the big big schools where they know they can't play those guys or you try gimmicks or try tricks and this and that. The Celtics don't need to resort to anything. They just play straight up and, you know, and, 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 and just kind of let the chips fall. You might have to adjust mid-game then if that – you know, yeah, I mean that's the, that's the name of the game. You do you do go that double big look. I don't, what do you think, Jimmy? What do I wasn't think? He, he wasn't listening to anything. Sherrod, <laughs> Sherrod. I Shirad was you. listening. I was listening. I don't know. Well, how they can defend Jokic? Now, nah, whatever. Shirad. I agreed with Holiday starting on him. It, it, it's, Jimmy just Jim, played the YouTube back a few seconds. What do, it's eleven oh one, and Jimmy's officially cruising, getting I, sleepy. Okay, no, I, so. I was cruising the chat. The chat's been on. You got a whole Patriots facts segment here dog. coming up. Yeah, you got that a was a we haven't done Siakam movie. or Mayo yet. <laughs> I'm willing to talk about those topics right now. Okay, so we'll get back to you, Sherrod. Um, <laughs> how, how you liking the Celtics Celtics Nuggets matchup tomorrow? Uh, I, I've I mean, got Friday, Celtics. rather. Sorry. Yeah, Friday. Uh, Celtics should win that. Uh, they're at full strength. They'll have all the competent players. Uh, I prefer Al coming off the bench just because I think in this particular matchup, I, I think he's better suited to help the Celtics uh, in a reserve role. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious, we, we talk about, you know, Porzingis and just the challenges he might have. But remember, they got to defend him, too. Uh, and last I checked, they don't have they don't have too many guys that have the the DNA to necessarily defend a seven foot two shooter who can also score in a post. I think Gordon will probably get that first crack at, at Porzingis, and he's he's been a good defender. Um, I don't know about great, and KCP has been you know uh, all NBA caliber defender this year. 
So it'll be a good game, but I, I expect the Celtics to win. If they yeah. blow Denver, and again, it's just one game, but if they blow Denver away the way they have some of these teams, and they've now led, I don't know if you threw this out there, John, eight eight games over their last uh, 17 here. They've led by 30, including tonight. I was trying to remember it because I know you sent it to us, but that's the stat. Yes. Yeah. If they do something like that to Denver, it's like, all right, you know, cancel Christmas. All bets are off here. This is the prohibitive NBA favorite here, uh, given some of the wins they've racked off. Like, you know, of course, Kawhi down that blowout win uh, against the Clippers a couple weeks ago. So uh, this is this is a big one. I'm really looking forward to, to this Christmas, one. Though. I don't want to have to cancel Christmas if they win by that. <laughs> Why is Christmas? Christmas? I'm glad you caught that one. Back to my dog. Thanasis Manning makes the uh, makes Thanasis the bracket. Manning. Makes the bracket. It makes the bracket. It's, it's got to make the bracket. <laughs> 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 uh, shoot. Uh, Bob, Bobby, I'll ask you this because there was a big trade between Jimmy's guys and your guys. Okay. Yeah, I think we got the better end. Oh of it, yeah, I didn't get to send out a tweet, Jimmy, but we were talking the other night, John. Jimmy asked, "I'm going to stick with the Raptors now after the Siakam trade." And I'll be called the rebuild. So I'll ask I, you this: forget talking about the Raptors and their prospects after dumping one of their better players uh, is like spending time talking about Luke. Um, yeah. And you know, against Wemby. Hey, well, Luke's I, more important. Well, let's talk about the the, the thing that the the thing. Are the okay. Pacers in the top? Have the Pacers joined top three with this trade? Joined the Bucks, Celtics, and um, and and uh, and Sixers in the clear cut top four. I mean, crap! You can talk about Miami as well, but if it felt like it was a three horse race with Miami always lurking because they're, they're scary as shit and they'll they'll upset somebody, but probably not make it to the finals. But like, are the Pacers firmly in the in that top three group or still yes. on the outside looking in? I think they're top three. I put him above the Sixers. I really? Mean, what? Yeah, I do. I, I said Philly it. Philly just beat Denver. The They've beaten you. They've beaten all the top teams in the league. They beat you, I think Jimmy. They haven't beaten me, too. Bobby. I'm right here. No. Listen. <laughs> yeah, but ass, Philly's, got, Philly's got it's the second, no- guys, second highest no- point differential to the Celtics. You know, so. Not a knock on Philly. I think Philly's still very good. But if I have to choose between the two, I think Siakam's just what this Philly team needs. And I he's think a, Philly's more serious than uh, than Milwaukee, honestly, but that's just me. It's close, fine. right? And fine, okay. Well, then, they're but the are they in the convo? I think the Celtics I mean, are the smoke the, Milwaukee. This I think year. the Celtics are the one, honestly. I think but the I Celtics think, are in the one, and I think after that, you. I mean, clearly, you can have a debate on two, three, four here. Are I they there? Are they in that? Are they in that pack now, yeah. Bobby? Yeah. Jimmy says yes. Bobby. No, I got to see Still the no. defense Come improve. On. We've seen a lot of teams. How did like they this? make that trade without trading? Um, Matherin or any of their other guys there. That's what blows my mind. How do they I think sw- they're going to do the holiday that Portland did. They're going to flip Brown for a couple more first-round picks and come out of it with four or five here. They come out with three in this No, deal, but I so. don't know how the Pacers got Who away without having Brown? to give Nebhart or or Matherin in this One or deal. two. I'm sure they pushed a for it. Picks. They, they put it I'm just amazed they did too. it. Yeah. Yeah, they went with three picks. Uh, I think one of them's from another team. So right. they trade two of their own here near term to I think one of theirs is their pick this year which won't be amazing probably lottery but uh, this is a really good fit for Indiana I'm not sure it solves all the defensive issues you know certainly adds some lanes certainly solidifies the four which has been a position of weakness for them and you keep the de- depth as you mentioned there John but I just got to see the defense is getting better 
in that Celtics miniseries, I thought it was pretty solid. They defend a weird way in terms of giving up the basket and taking away the threes. Which is to not defend, where, right, yeah. exactly, right. So, you know, most teams do the opposite of that. But I, I can't – I, really I, like I, like I like this team a lot, Jimmy. But we've seen a lot of teams over the years, and you can throw out some examples, Shred. I'm thinking of, like, like the Goran Dragic Suns and uh, the Kings even last year. Like, some of these teams that have been – the highest scoring teams in the league in any given season don't end up being big factors yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, you, you go back, you go back and look at those Donnie Nelson teams in Dallas that were always up there scoring. And those Golden State teams pre-Steph Curry that were running up a billion points and losing by seven almost, you know, every night. Uh, you have to have some type of balance between your ability to score and your ability to at least contest shots. And Indiana is getting better. And I think Pascal only speeds that well they're a tough matchup for the celtics yeah there's no doubt about it i mean Uh, the celtics have been able to win a lot of these games too yeah but but i think i think pascal gives them a dimension that is going to make them a lot better like i see them as a top three maybe at worst top four team in the east now they're either third or fourth um i think i'm leaning more towards three interesting Okay. They play. They play Just, hard. I mean, stats aside, guys, this indie team shows that when, like, I mean, look at them. What they did in the bubble, they show up to big games. They have, I think, they have a good match of veterans and young guys, and especially Siakam being. I mean, they just traded for their. He's their second best player now, just like that. So, mm-hmm. in my opinion, they're a completely different team. So, yeah, I put them right up there with Milwaukee and Philly. Now, in the seven-game series. I don't think anyone can say with certainty which team would win that series right now. I mean, we got to see how Siakam fits in and everything, but they have half the year to get situated and to get comfortable with adding a guy like that to their roster. I think he fits what they're doing perfectly. I mean, he's the type of guy that's going to, you know, score from all over. He's having a good season. I mean, I think obviously his outside shots off, he's hovering around 30%, which isn't any, anywhere where you want to be his three point shot. But aside from that, I mean, they just, added a huge huge piece i mean before the trade what are they what are they like six in the standings right now something like that so um it's a huge trade for them i think that they're, they're... yeah this is, their, this is their first year on the scene essentially here and usually you make the playoffs that year and lose round one so if they make it to round two which is probably where the celtics would see them uh, do, maybe push them a little bit, but do any of us see, really think they can beat the Celtics? Do you want to see them or Miami in round two? That you know, like you don't want to. See you're gonna see someone all. tough in round yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, yuck. There's no doubt about it. I don't know? think you ever want Indy, to see Miami, Miami Philly, I mean, Philly, somebody bad, like New York. Indy. You don't want to see India. If you're it's going to be a good team. Anyway, um, I would take New York. I mean, dude, if, if Celtics get New York, by the way, be, that should be easy pickings. Yeah. No, I actually feel the opposite. I think New York plays you tougher than Indy does. No, especially if Mitchell Robinson comes back. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the uh, Knicks put in a disabled player exception on him. Yeah. And normally that's just like, all right, here you go. But they said no, which means the NBA was certain that he's coming back this year. I don't think the uh, Knicks so, have enough in the tank. I really don't. Maybe not. They just had OG, who might be the pace. Put it this way: the Pacers they actually had to tried to trade up, for OG. They had to give up. They had to give up guys to get him, Bobby. The yeah, the I think they're better. I think that. both those teams got better. I think everything got tighter in the middle. It went from a three-team race to six teams. I think right now, when you're factoring in Miami with Butler back, that are tough. This the East is tough. 
Cleveland is tough. So how would you answer this question, John? I don't know where I have the Pacers. All I'm saying is I'm not ready to write them off just because they weren't in the club to start the season. Mm -hmm. I think it's very easy to default to the teams that you're just used to saying, like, this is the cream of the crop. I I absolutely think that Indiana could beat Milwaukee and or Philly in a seven game series would not shock me at all. Like at all. I still think that I still think the Celtics were able to handle them and figure them out. But they, they would give them fit. It'd be challenging. They, they'd give them fits, yeah. and there'd be a couple games where the Pacers just shoot the friggin' lights out, yeah. and, and the Celtics are cold, and it's just going to be like, nope, not our night tonight. Hey, um, but I absolutely think they can beat every team in the East in a seven-game series, so nothing would surprise me. I do not think it's not their time yet just because they haven't been there yet. It's a really good team. I'm so, thinking about it like this. It is. If it's between Cavs, Heat, and Pacers in the first round, if if – if the Pacers are playing you, the Cavs are the Heat in the first round. Who are you going to take in that series? Because that's your four, five, six team seeds right now. I'm taking yeah. the Pacers over those two teams, and now all of a sudden, if you've got Celtics versus Pacers in round two, Bobby, so that's a very realistic possibility is that you see the Pacers in the second round. I can easily see them getting out of the first round this year as yeah. a four or five seed. Yep, I think they'll get out of the first and round. A, and a good coach. They, they, they got a lot of they got a yeah. lot of things going for them. Um, I, I like him a lot. Uh, we're, we're past the hour mark. I did tell Jimmy he's, he can have his Gerard Mayo moment. Well, um, I want to have a little combo, yeah. You have your Gerard Mayo moment. Bobby Manning has a job to do, and it does not involve the Pacers. And if he wants to recuse himself here, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say he's got to stick around. Um, and if I can get a graphic here, we're going to talk Mayo for a split second if you're still in the room. Uh, go ahead, Jimmy. Well, I mean – is Bobby gonna hang around for this? I don't know. Maybe, maybe if you say something provocative. Well, well, listen. I mean, yeah, I, I'll listen. Well, <laughs> I'll hang my dog. Next as my everybody dog. knows, it was Mayo's intro press conference today. I thought it was, it's it's the beginning of a new era here in New England. Um, I thought it was refreshing. Um, I don't think it was anything that we. I don't think he said a whole lot that really blew anybody's minds. Obviously, we're, we're very far away from the team. Uh, front office getting put together and the coaching staff getting put together. There's a lot of unknowns, but I think if you are unfamiliar with Mayo, I think one of the things that you should know today is that he's got a lot of leadership qualities, smart guy knows how to lead a locker room has been the leader uh, as a player for many, many years, captain wore the dot, obviously understands great understanding for defense and I think obviously being uh, – there's a clip of, of um, Brady calling him Gerard Belichick uh, from years ago. I think there's a lot of things that Mayo has taken from Belichick over the years that he's going to carry over with him. The good things. Now, the things he's not going to take with him is I think Belichick's inability to, at this point in his life, relate to the younger players and be able to maybe get through to guys on more than just X's and O's. Belichick, great coach, don't get me wrong, obviously. But I think it was it's at the point now where he's there's there's a disconnect between him and a lot of players. And I think a lot of younger generation players, you can't coach the same way you could coach the, you know, McGinnis, Brewskis, Ted Johnsons, those those era guys, all the way up to the Mayos and the McCordys. There's a there's a few guys in Slaters that you could coach that way, but they're becoming few and far between now. So I think Mayo understands that. He has the bridge from sort of like the past to the to the present here. And I think there's a lot of respect that he's going to have in the locker room. Now, the big concern issue moving forward is who's going to be in charge of player, I guess, scouting and, and the draft coming up. They have a few months. And to who's going to find your damn quarterback? Who's going to find your quarterback? 
who's gonna who's going to put the offense together because you can you know Mayo you can say all you want about him but we have no idea until we see it how it's going to go in terms of his coaching abilities especially on the offensive end so I don't have as much concern about the defensive side of the football but as an offensive as a, as a guy that's you know in Mayo that's you know never had anything to do with the offense other than watching film of it and trying to figure out how to defend it he's going to need to find a really strong staff on the offensive side of things, whether it's an offensive coordinator, all the way down to quarterbacks, coach, tight end, all the way down the line. He's going to have to have guys that are on their P's and Q's because he's not going to, especially in his first year, have a whole lot of knowledge on that side of the ball. Now, they don't need to go out and win 10 games next year. No one expects them to, but you want to see progress. And if you're going to draft a quarterback, which a lot of people think they might, you better know what the hell you're doing. You better put the quarterback in a good position. I'm not saying he needs to start week one, but you cannot put a quarterback room together. And I thought this was the most damning thing about Belichick this year. One of the worst quarterback rooms I've ever seen in my life in the NFL, in the history, putting Mac and Zappy in the same room, no veteran presence, um, you know, enough put an offensive quarter in there that wasn't allowed to take anybody with them. And basically saying, you know, throwing you guys to the wolves that can't happen moving forward. Could it be, could it be McDaniels? I don't know. That's a name that people keep throwing out there just because it's a name that everybody knows. I'm not necessarily, yeah. I don't know if that's the right thing. I, I thought that when they got rid of Belichick, everybody would be gone and we wouldn't be talking about, you know, other Belichicks and, and O'Brien and McDaniels and these other front office names that keep popping up. I thought it would be a clean, clean house situation. It's obviously not even Mayo. No, not Mayo. No, aside from Mayo, I thought they'd keep Mayo yeah. and they'd let Mayo pick, you know, a couple guys, maybe that obviously let him pick his staff. But I didn't think that there'd be this many familiar faces and names sticking around. And I don't know if McDaniels, again, I don't know what their options are going to be for OC. People aren't going to be banging down the doors to be offensive coordinator here. I don't know what their options are. Maybe they think that he's their best option. I think McDaniels is. I think he, I, I didn't like the way it went for him in, in, in Las Vegas. I would be very hesitant to just bring him on after the way things went for him there. So I'm not really on board with that, but I don't have an answer on who they should have at OC. Does this team interview John or is it every other team in the NFL interview, but not them? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at, where I'm at with the whole Patriot situation right now. But I will say this, I'm inching my way back towards um, being being with the Patriots. The healing process has begun for you. Healing process has begun. It's been four years. I've completely um, yeah. turned a blind eye. Back? Yeah. I'm not fully back. Bobby, I need to see some, but, but I am I am on the Mayo train, though. I Bobby, thoughts? I don't know what to think yet. I mean, my big picture analysis here is I want to see them sure up the offensive line with the top pick. I want to see them bring in a veteran quarterback. There should not be a rookie. line at three? Yes. I think that's the best bet of hitting there, isn't it? So here's the thing. Apparently it's a deep O-line draft. And then you get a veteran quarterback. The best bet is to not draft a quarterback because quarterbacks, the third best quarterback taken in the draft, the hit rate's going to be like 25%. Especially on a bad team that doesn't have an offensive line. So your best bet is to take a non-quarterback that high because the chances of those players hitting is very high. But (laughs) – your need for a quarterback is so great that it almost doesn't matter if you hit a if hit a home run with your third pick if you have no quarterback. So if you're the Patriots, you have to take a swing. That's the that's the that's you have to. Th- there's the rub, is 
I don't is, know. Is you may not. That was the argument for taking Mac. Just take a guy. It wasn't, but he was 15th and he was the fifth quarterback taken. Those guys don't hit. So you took him because whoa, you had whoa, whoa. to. Wait, but wait. again, it's not the point is that you have to, you have to take you. If you don't get up this high, this often, and if you don't take a shot, your chances of finding your guy are very, very, very slim. But what if you get the best tackle in the league out of it, this? Because it doesn't like, matter doesn't if you don't you? have a quarterback. You're stuck. You have. So you're not you going to get everybody in one year. You have very few. But there are some good teams with okay quarterbacks there are right not. now who have great lines. There are not. The Lions? Huh? The, the, the Lions? Lions are fine, but at the end of the day, those teams – and they're great in a lot of different places. None of those teams Goff are going to win it. Goff was a high pick, though, right? Yeah. And Goff was one of the – but yeah, – Goff was like a first-rounder. And Goff yeah. was number one overall pick, but, yes, he's fine. You know, he was a reclamation process when he got with, to Detroit. What if they like Bo Nix and they said, oh, we can wait on – but we can take Bo Nix. That's what I'm saying, out. Jimmy. Take a guy later. Yeah, I mean, again, it's very likely that you're going to – the 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 likelihood, the likelihood of hitting – is very small, very, very, very small late, very small. So, again, if you have three guys, if you have a draft class where you have three guys that many people are saying might have gone number one in other years and really belong up there, fine. When you're reaching for the 20th best player at quarterback at number five or six, that's where you end up getting. But some people like Jaden Daniels better than Caleb Williams. If he's there at three and you need a quarterback, you got to take a quarterback. But It'll be tough to pass up, but then you just throw him into the fire. It doesn't matter. You've got to get a quarterback. you got to get a quarterback first. Nothing else matters. But I agree with you, Bobby. O-line over receivers um, is the next thing. Uh, you receivers you, you gotta, if you don't protect your yeah. quarterback, you'll ruin him for life. But Harrison receivers not- are useless without yeah. line. Yeah, receivers are useless without good line play. You need you'll ruin him for life. You, 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 ruin who abs- for life? It, you get a quarterback in here and you have him running for his life in year one. You he might you might you might you can just- draft it. You can draft Daniels and not even play him in year one. I mean, you don't need to play him you- behind Zappy. Well, no, break. Go sign a veteran quarterback. There's plenty of them out there. Just sign freaking uh, Flacco. Yeah. Uh, out of off the streets, and he did fine until he didn't. But Look, point being is, you don't need to just just because you draft a guy at the beginning of the first doesn't mean you well, have have to play. Draft conversation is going to be an interesting one. Gerard Mayo was on with Burton at uh, All Access, and he strongly, strongly hinted that they're drafting a quarterback at three. Whether that's gamesmanship or not, I don't know. Very quickly on today's press conference, I'm going to double up on what Jimmy said, and we're going to wrap. Um, you know, with final thoughts here. Anybody else wants to add on it? Things I like: Gerard Mayo. I like Gerard Mayo personally. I think Gerard Mayo is an awesome guy. I think he's one of the smartest guys around. He's one of the funniest, most engaging guys. And I like the way Joe Missoula today commented on saying he's very relationship based. That's a big thing. He saw he's a young guy and he's, and he's just, Mm -hmm. you know, so yes, it'll be anti bill in that way. Honestly, strategically, I don't think you'll ever see bill Belichick's match again in the NFL in terms of being able to just break down, games and strategies and all of those things. So it's going to be hard for him to live up to that aspect of it, but he's got the room and I think he's going to be great. But um, things I don't like, as Jimmy said, they didn't interview a single person. Um, the bigger need was having a strong personnel person and they're not going to go out there and bring in uh, anybody. I do not like institutional thinking. I do not like when you just 
this notion of continuity for continuity's sake. I think you should absolutely open your doors to outside perspectives. This was the knock on Belichick to begin with. Everything was homegrown. It was all his guys that he brought in, raised up from pups, got them to be uh, to the point where they were competent. They all left. He brought up the new wave. They weren't as good. It was all his people. Everybody learned one way. And I hate the idea that like that's the only way. I think that's insane. You literally showed Belichick the door because he refused to be more collaborative and open and and, and accept new and outside ideas. You even brought in a friend of his in Bill O'Brien, a guy who we worked with before, and he and he didn't give him any opportunity to succeed uh, with, with personnel or with his own assistance. Right. So I think it's insane to think that that's the right thing. And third, and I and I uh, we said this on the text thread. I think Kraft's a little high on his own supply here with the notion of what the Patriot way is. It has nothing to do with Gillette Stadium or wearing that uniform or anything that ownership has done respectfully. The Patriot way is Brady, Belichick, and 20 years of unprecedented success in those six friggin' banners that are hanging there. Anything beyond that is nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Was there continuity from the 80s Celtics because Chris Ford was the coach and ML Carr was the GM? <laughs> Different sport, though, No, John. it doesn't matter, though. Hell just because no. those guys wore green doesn't mean it has anything to do with Larry Bird and those guys just curb-stomping teams in the 80s. The Patriot way is about the... Bill and Brady, they're gone. There's no such thing as continuity. So why keep things in-house? What are you preserving here? The thing that was great is gone forever. Just, Did you have better options elsewhere, though? It doesn't. How do you – let's find – how do you know? They decided without That's even talking point. to people. I, that blows my mind. Second, there's not a – at the press conference, there wasn't a single mention of what you're going to do with the OC, what you're going to do with the assistants. That was what concerning. Gonna, there's no plan. So the whole when, thing. When he to got me, asked about the offensive philosophy, it was all leadership. They you know, don't even know leadership. because the worst thing's going to happen here is they think they're asking some people to come back. Belichick's going to get a job in a week, and they're all going to leave, and then they're going to be like, oh. Oh, continuity. Uh, you're out. Of, now you got to go find people. Mayo's probably known he's had this job for eight weeks. He doesn't have his whole staff in place already. That's insane to me. Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to say I'm surprised. I, I wasn't stunned that he didn't have a bunch of announcements, John. But I mean, yeah, I, I think I was. I, I fully expected him to have at least half ready to roll out. Boom, 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 boom. <coughs> Man, maybe it'll come. You know, but. They're still asking guys if, you know, if, you know, if they think they're pretty, like, Hey, do you want to maybe get a soda? And like, they, they get, they get, like these guys are like, I don't know. I'm going to wait for a little bit. Like they, they're asking people to join them and they're like, oh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's hard. I mean, <laughs> want to get a even the coach, I, I, it, I love it. Not a good <laughs> situation. Go for a pop, players. You know, I don't know. It's, it's not, again, the, I'm sure some of these younger guys or guys that are going to it's going to be seen as a promotion would jump at the opportunity, but for an established coach or whoever, you, you know, around the league, it's not that great of a situation here in New England right, right now. So they're not chomp champing at the bit to jump aboard new coach, um, you know, a roster that's in flux for sure to see the least, no quarterback, a couple of de- key defensive players that, um, not sure if like Duggar, for example, I mean, they've got some pieces, but are those guys going to be back? We don't know yet. So there's a lot of question marks. And, and it's again, full scale rebuild. I think Patriots, Patriots fans need to, all, I'm sure they do, but ones who don't hopefully will soon understand that 
this isn't going to just get turned yeah. around. Like, and, it's not and how And the Jonathan Kraft thing is fishy as hell. Fishy as hell. Do you think so? Yes. I wasn't sure about that. Give me a break. You're not there for this? There was a other craft business emergency bigger than the Patriots? Like, it, it, it seems strange, but I don't know why they, why would they announce it. rumors swirling that he's going to be Jerry Jones' light around the Patriots and have more personnel. The reason they're not hiring a GM is maybe Jonathan's going to be more involved in personnel, which is to say you guys, you you guys do the work and I'll say, yeah, go get the quarterback, go get the receiver. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but the questions about what his role would be, you didn't get a chance to ask it because he conveniently wasn't there. That's weird to me. He planned to be there. He was announced that he was going to be there. And then, oh, he just all of a sudden didn't show up. That's why I think it was weird. Yeah. I feel like they just wouldn't have announced him to be there. To Third head with, coach in 31 years. First black head coach in team history. The next, the Bill Belichick successor. And Jonathan Kraft <laughs> wasn't at the press conference. He wasn't at Bill's <laughs> press conference last week announcing the firing either. So the whole thing is odd, you know? It is odd, and uh, it's got a I hope I'm wrong. Matters, John. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong on this, but I haven't been wrong in a while. I feel like the pitchforks are going to be out for the crafts in the in the next. I think few so years. too. I mean, it's Maybe on I'm them not. now, right? But There's like, no one else to blame. Next. They're they're not. I think Robert Kraft again. Everything he's done for the organization, great. He's at an age now where he probably should and has to take a bit of a step back. And Jonathan is not probably the guy that people are gonna love I'm, I'm getting like um i'm getting mark davis i gotta hire you getting mark davis i'm a little concerned anyway uh, i'm out I'm, guys all right we're gonna wrap it as well but i i, right. I find some of it concerning and it's not an anti I, I i think gerard mayo is great i just think they have a million needs beyond the head coach and a lot of them have to do with who's going to run the organization and right now the answer is no one or maybe jonathan right. i don't know or just collectively that Boy, does that always work? Lot multiple bosses. No, there's there, there's no there, there's no like direction. It feels like right now. It feels like every day it's like, what should we do? Who, who you know, like talk to someone. Like, there's, Please there's interview a single in person, right just one person for one job. You have every job open. Right, exactly. Interview one person. That's, post the, post the like, job. It's, it's, <laughs> Like they've never been in this situation before, it feels right. Yeah. Right. So it's like everything's We're new back to them. Friday. Denver Nuggets um should be super, super fun. Uh the crew will be back. Joe Sway will be down at the garden as well. So we should have everybody full house loaded up here, uh, wrapping this up. And again, Patriots thoughts, yeah, there might be some from time to time. We're gonna sneak in and out, but we will have a better Yeah, hour twenty in. Give us yeah, a break. we will have a better game next time to talk about as opposed to what happened tonight. We still went long enough here. Uh thank you especially to Bobby and Jay King for providing much of the night's entertainment. Um and- <laughs> everybody tweet Jay King and just say everybody tweet Jay King like I can't believe Bobby that. kicked your ass. Yeah, yo, you won't you won't rematch Bobby. Say everyone tweet him and say we heard that you won't rematch Bobby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for hanging out. Thanks for Bobby for being a good sport, uh, and obviously the guys in the chat uh, keeping it real here uh, and, uh, yeah. and keeping it active and keeping us on our toes and uh, making us laugh. We appreciate it all. So we'll see you guys on Friday. Too.